0: Today is Wednesday, October 27th, and you're listening to the morning announcements presented by Betches Media. This episode is sponsored by Uncommon Goods. If you're on a mission to be the best gift giver ever this year, Uncommon Goods makes it easy to find remarkable and truly original gifts for everyone. For our first story, we have a scandal out of the Christian Evangelical School, Liberty University, specifically that the school systematically discouraged and dismissed students' claims of sexual assault. According to a report in ProPublica, more than a dozen women said that the university discouraged them from reporting sexual assaults and instead warned them that they could have violated the school's prohibition against drinking and fraternizing with the opposite sex, even asking students to sign a document acknowledging it. There were also potential fines attached to the violations of these policies, which the school calls the Liberty Way. But before you judge Liberty University, remember that our very own Supreme Court confirmations work this exact same way. Next, let's do an update on the spending bill in Congress, as negotiations continue over the two biggest questions, which are what specific programs will actually make it into the bill and how they will all be paid for. As of now, it looks like there may only be four weeks of paid family leave included in the bill, down from the expected 12, which is down several months from what every other Western nation has. On the bright side, there will likely be at least $500 billion going toward climate change, which is the most spending ever dedicated to this issue. Which actually comes at the perfect time because yesterday the annual UN emissions gap report came out and it found that the world needs to cut its emissions seven times as fast to hit its climate goals. And there is absolutely no chance of that happening if Joe Manchin can help it. And in terms of financing the bill, the Senate Finance Committee Chairman Ron Wyden, a Democrat, Opfi, said he will release a new tax on 700 billionaires that tax experts say could raise more than half of its revenue from just 10 people. And if half of that revenue can come from 10 people, that actually proves that there's even a lot of wealth inequality within billionaires. Another potential consideration is not doing the billionaire tax and instead doing a 3% surtax on millionaires earning more than $5 million per year. Personally, I don't see why we'd piss off all those extra people when we could just piss off the 700 of them. But I'll, of course, keep you updated on where they land. Next on the CEOs and what they do with their money beat, the CEO of Spanx, Sarah Blakely, just sold her company to the firm Blackstone at a valuation of about $1.2 billion. And what did she do to celebrate, you ask? Go to the moon? No, Sarah Blakely actually gave every single one of her employees two first-class plane tickets to anywhere in the world, as well as a $10,000 travel stipend. In other stories of how money really isn't everything, Princess Mako of Japan, or should I say, the former Princess Mako, has officially given up her title in order to marry a commoner. She married her boyfriend, who she's been engaged to for the past four years, turning down her royal dowry worth about $1.4 million to go live in New York with him. So this is kind of like a reverse Kate Middleton. On Monday, the State Department announced that the U.S. will now allow private citizens to sponsor Afghan refugees. There are roughly 55,000 Afghans waiting on military sites to be resettled. And now, groups of at least five adults can apply, complete background checks, and start fundraising the 2,275 per refugee required. And lastly, yesterday, an FDA advisory panel voted unanimously to endorse kid-sized doses of Pfizer's vaccine for five to 11-year-olds. And shortly after the news broke, the Betches stopped talking to CDC Director Dr. Rochelle Walensky about what comes next. Here's a clip. Let's look forward to these next few weeks. Like you said, as of hours ago, moments ago, really, an FDA advisory panel recommended the use of the Pfizer vaccine in kids ages 5 to 11. What, Where are we in the process of your agency formally recommending vaccines for kids in that age group? How many steps are we away? What should parents know about a time frame and are there any steps they can take this week to, to be really ready for when that moment comes? First of all, um, the FDA Advisory Committee meets, they vote, the FDA reviews the science in great detail um, and then they provide the authorization. We are now awaiting that next step. Um, Early next week, the CDC will um, have their advisory committee, that committee will meet, also review the science and then I will swiftly provide my uh, recommendations. Thank you for listening to the morning announcements. Uncommon Goods wants your holiday season to be stress-free, so check out their selection of thousands of items today. From art and jewelry to kitchen, home, and bar, Uncommon Goods has something for everyone, not the same lackluster gifts you could find just anywhere. And to get 15% off your next gift, go to uncommongoods.com morning. That's uncommongoods.com morning for 15% off. Don't miss out on this limited time offer. Uncommon Goods, we're all out of the ordinary.